listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Good evening, good evening. This is the Good Money Show, your favorite show. You know, usually when you hear a sound at your uh, at the back, um, it's that time. Um, it's a Wednesday where we basically grow our relationship with money. We are very excited um, to be here today, and we're happy also to have you. And of course, as usual, I'm not flying solo, yep. you know. Yep. <laughs> I'm not yep. flying solo. You can hear, am I? Yep, yep. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that is Mr. Joe. He's he's also excited to oh be yeah, here. Oh, yeah, very much, guys. This is the best place ever to be sure. on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Anything between 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, this is the place to be. Sure. You look so excited. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, with a listenership like we have, sure. there's just no way one cannot be excited. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. No, we, we're Beautiful. going to do this thing. Um, yes, and Dando, good afternoon. Are you well, but I'm well. Yep. Great week talking to entrepreneurs as usual. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It, it's fun. It's fun being me sometimes. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I, I mean, you, 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 mm-hmm. you can't talk to entrepreneurship. Uh, to entrepreneurs and uh, leave the money side. And leave the money. Oh, yeah. The money side. Of that's the beauty of it's it. It's the beauty of you it. To leave oh, your yes. Everywhere you go is money. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, so you that's why <laughs> we we remain um, 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 a relevant show. Yeah. You know, everywhere Absolutely. you go, you go to church. We are relevant. Yeah. You know, you go to school. <laughs> we are relevant. Yeah. You go the legal side. We are relevant. Oh yeah. Just everywhere. You still recommend money. Really. And I still recommend money even tonight. And eh? Tando doesn't disagree. It's a great tool. <laughs> it's a great asset to have. Yeah. In the right hands, it oh can yeah. do amazing things. I fully concur with you guys. That commodity is a very good one. It solves a whole lot of problems. Hey? Sure. <laughs> yes, guys, we've got Given here, who is our producer, and he actually makes the show to be uh, the great show that it is. And, and of course, we're always happy to be flying with him uh, all the sure. time. And of course, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. There he keeps go. on adjusting there our voices. <laughs> some, of, some of you, you know us to be having our first part, but when we get here, you know, he puts in some pays. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? It, so makes, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's, he's recommending money also. Absolutely. You know, because <laughs> he believes we're here. Um, we wake up every morning. Yeah. Um, we go solve problems um, with the aim of like um, making money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting today that for the first time ever since this show began, mm. Dando is wearing his tie. He's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. It looks good on you, but... Yeah, no. Really I good. think, you know I what? Feel we can, we I can, feel important. We oh can yeah. actually just convert him into being a, th- a guest today. Oh, you know? no, we can. <laughs> yeah. We can guestalize yeah. him Are very you up quickly. For I don't know about that one, but yeah, hey, I'm uh. feeling good. So le- let's see how, they, how this goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Folks, thanks for joining joining us it is seven minutes past six o'clock and of course we're going to be talking about a variety of issues today Mm, one of them that we're going to talk about is hey we are sitting in august yeah we're now past mid-year sure and we're looking at december i remember we had long conversations Mm. in january about planning for the year new year's resolutions and 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 all those things we have reached and passed the halfway mark yeah. Let's talk about what happened to your resolutions. Mm. What have mm. you mm. decided? Mm. What had you resolved that you were going to do? You were going to um, stop saving. You were going to draw a budget. 
you are going to have a will, you sure. are going to buy a life policy, you mm. are going to start saving for your retirement. Let's hear from you as mm. to what you have done so far. Those and are some of the things we're going to touch on today. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, the big one, you are going to change your money habits. Oh yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and remember you can still connect with us and uh, we would like you to interact with us would like to hear your opinion mm -hmm. um on facebook we are hope alive radio station twitter hope alive radio our instagram page is hope alive radio and our whatsapp line is 067-153-1089 awesome awesome reggie tell yeah. us we we've passed half year yeah um if i haven't been budgeting is it too late no to start yeah, no. Um I yo, I sounded like I'm saying no and then I'm saying yeah, it's <laughs> late. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually um not late, you know. Um mm -hmm. because I I believe when it comes to finances, it just continuously becomes a cycle, you know. Yeah. So, it's never too late to basically start. start mm -hmm. Um and the the good thing about like just starting is is you avoid procrastinating. Mm -hmm. Chances are that uh, the reason why you 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 didn't start in January mm -hmm. is because you've been saying I will start, I will start. So it's August. So just tell yourself that um, I can actually still start even now. Mm. Agree with that, Ntando? Is that yeah, your view? Yeah, yeah, no, it's never too late to start. And when I look at this topic, it's I don't look at one year. Okay. I like to look at ten years mm. talking with clients. Mm and say pace yourself over 10 years and mm. try and design what you want your life to look like yeah if you look at it in that way you take away a lot of pressure mm. off your shoulders mm. because it means you are going to have great months you're going to have months that are not so great mm. but it's still okay if you still have a plan sure. mm. yeah. a design and you're moving in that direction and you're moving in the direction towards it yeah so if i'm looking at this year and I realize I started off the year badly. I had mm. great goals, and mm. now I'm halfway, and I'm nowhere near yeah. where I wanted to be. Mm. It's great that I had a goal, mm -hmm. so I have some level of clarity over yeah. where I want to go. To go. Mm. Sure, and it's great that I'm reflecting. Oh yeah, because many people are not reflecting, mm. and they don't realize that they're off course. Sure, mm. and mm. you wait until it's like when you are, you want you have a goal to lose weight. Yeah. Mm. And you get on a scale at the beginning of the year and you, mm. you're you fired up, New Year's resolution, sure. and you're saying, I'm going deeper this year, mm. yeah. never going to be the same again. <laughs> and you set a goal, I'm going mm. to lose 30 kilos. <clears throat> there are many strategies that you can use there in yeah. terms of how you measure your progress. You could measure your progress at the end of the year mm. from that moment. Yeah. Not as effective. Yeah. You could measure every six months. Yeah. Again, the reaction time is not so great. Mm. You could measure every month. Yeah. So the more you measure and mm. track and reflect on mm. your progress, mm. the earlier you get to respond to anything that, that comes sure. in and mm. throws you off course. Mm. So the fact that people are reflecting now means you can respond if you see that you're not going in the right direction and that's what you want. That's mm. the power that comes to your hands and that's what we want mm. to give our listeners, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Interesting what you say. Um, you're talking about long-term goals. Yeah. Five years, ten years, or anything like and that. And then breaking them down. And breaking them down, yeah. So if I had planned at the beginning of the year that I want to have 20,000 or 100,000 rents by the end of 2022, mm. and I'm nowhere near that, 
what what do we do? Um, you were going for twenty thousand, and now you realize you are minus twenty thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sure, do you it do? happens. What do you do? Then <coughs> you need to evaluate number one why you are where you are. Sure. Because when it comes to progress, unfortunately, there's things that you need to stop doing mm. before you mm. get moving forward. Mm. Because stop doing or start doing? Stop, stop, stop start. and stop, start. Stop, okay. stop. First, there's okay. stuff, so, yeah. there's stuff right. that got you in that mess yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Because if we start solving you earning and moving forward without and keeping those things, mm. those things can grow with you. Mm. Okay. It's no surprise that when we add income and 10, Expenses. 20, 30, mm. these things keep growing in momentum as yeah. well. Yeah, they track. And they <laughs> still, yeah. It's 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 surprising when you find someone has increased income hundred percent over two three year period. Yeah, sure. But the speed at which they get broke, mm. it's mm. much mm. faster than sure. when they had very little money. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of bad habits that they had when the money wasn't a lot. Mm. Mm. They grew with them. Yeah, and yeah. maybe they couldn't it's act them out they because didn't sure. it was very out. little money. And then so money unfortunately gives you the power to do them with uh, yeah. a bit yeah. and yes. do them in style. Yeah, absolutely. It's, so it's like in economics, would say the higher your income, the higher your demands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. sure. So you want to, to tra- try and find out why you are where you are. Mm-hmm. What are you doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Sure. So that you there will be stuff and habits that you can pick up mm. and mm. deal with. And start right. working on. Okay. There would be a lifestyle you've designed, some expenses in your structure of expenses that you've introduced that you could do away with. Mm. And then the second phase, this one is a diagnostic phase. The second phase is more the plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a plan that you've m- been executing. Mm. The minus 20,000 is showing you that this plan is not working. Yeah. No, true. I think that's the worst case scenario. But <laughs> certain scenarios could mm. be: I wanted to have um, hundred thousand rands at the end of the year, or even ten thousand mm-hmm. or five thousand at the mm-hmm. end of the year. But where I'm sitting, I'm not sitting in any negative. But <laughs> I do not have. You don't like the minus um, twenty. Sure. <laughs> yeah. L- look, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't have half of the amount mm-hmm. that I thought I'd be, yeah, sure. be having. Yeah. So and I'm I'm at media point, you know what I mean. So, what do we do? Do we continue and say, look, I'm at halfway point, or do I scrap this whole thing, then chow the money, then start again in January? It's a number of things on my side. I think, first of all, how you feel about setting a goal for fifty thousand and making twenty five thousand. Mm. How you feel about it? Yeah. It differs from individual to individual. Mm-hmm. It differs uh, with differences in level of self-esteem. Yeah. It differs with your level of understanding of how you, what it is that caused you not to achieve the goal in the first place. Because mm-hmm. let's sure. say if I wanted to be having fifty thousand saved up, yeah. yeah, and I only have twenty now, mm-hmm. and in my assessment of the situation is. The timing when I got into the market was not uh, the best, mm-hmm. but there's good traction. I can mm-hmm. see that yeah. the, uh, I'm gaining traction in my business. Yeah. It could be I took 10, 20,000 invested in something, stocks sure. or whatever, mm. and this is going to be adding value to me. In my s- current savings, or I bought a piece of equipment, for example. Mm. 
I don't have that money saved, but I know how I used it and I sure. know why it's not there yeah. and it makes sense. So how I'm going to feel about not achieving yeah, that 25. goal, mm. the, the 50K, the 50K of yes. yeah. saving yeah. is significantly different to someone who doesn't achieve the goal and mm. doesn't know why they cannot didn't, account. Yeah. cannot account for why where the money what happened. Is, yeah, what sure. happened to the money. Mm. So the way you feel is going to be different. And even if you can't account, mm. how you feel about it is still going to differ individual to individuals mm. because there are some that will look at results of zero, zero, zero in the account and feel nothing and feel like, oh, mm. life in jail. Yeah, didn't happen. It's just life. Didn't happen. And yeah. some will feel like it's a crisis. Some yeah. will feel like, ah, it's okay. At least I'm not on minors. Mm. That's now down to you and your level of ambition and what you mm. desire out of life and what you believe yeah. you are worth yeah. as an individual. Absolutely. So if you come to me and I believe, ah, uh, me, mm. I'm a millionaire, and you sure. go to my neighbor and the neighbor believes, hey, I grew up a cousin and it's not going to, it's going to, it's not going to happen for me. Mm. As long as I'm not in debt, I'm fine. Yeah. Mm. Mm. How we both feel about the 10,000 that we have at the end of the year, significantly different. Sure. Mm. No, I hear you. And my, my the point that I take away with here is it's just never too late. Sure. And everything is relative. You may not have that 50,000, but mm. you could have bought a piece of equipment that sure. will yeah. be income generating at some mm. stage mm. and therefore you're not worse off. So yeah. at the end of the day, we say it's just never too late. If yeah. you haven't started, you can start again now. Mm. Exactly. Now I mean, and make sure that there is at least something to show sure. at the end of the year. Yeah, mm -hmm. and also the importance of like really reviewing um, yeah. why am I here, you mm. know. Um, I mean... I like the, the 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 point that you just mentioned now mm. that chances are that I I took the money and um, bought some s an asset which yeah. is um, of of the same value you know value. Yeah. Um, and then maybe sometimes circumstances happened during the year mm. um, like I funerals. mean you 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 look at I mean, well funerals <laughs> in the financial <laughs> uh, 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 well we don't really count it because we know it's something that can possibly happen <laughs> so you provide for that by buying insurance uh, you know so um, I'm just looking at it in in terms of um, 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 the performance of the economy I mean um, the repo rate has been increasing yeah. you know which Possibly child or, or, or took some money from your your yeah. savings, fuel a, a portion prices. fuel prices. If you are spending um two thousand per month, now you're sitting on two point five. Yeah. It has taken five hundred from your savings. Yeah. Your repo rate has increased. Your bond you were paying four point five. Now it's sitting on five point five. Mm. You know, so it it has obviously you can now see that one point five of my savings is gone. Yeah. You know, so um then it brings us to. After now you have reviewed, you check how can I go back to that same level that I was. Um, if I was saving a 2.5, how can I go back to that? Absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah look, I think we, we cannot ignore the fact that things have changed sure. dramatically <laughs> <Yeah>. since <laughs> the, the, the war. Active. I mean, with petrol um, yeah. on its own. I mean, you, you could fill your tank then with mm. 900 rand. Yeah. Mm. And now you fill your your tank with 1,700. Sure. You know mm. what I mean? So obviously that's a big chunk from the amount that you, you could have been saving. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to another topic. At what stage do we consider downgrading? You know what I mean? If I'm driving this monster of mine, a V12 or a V8 of any sort, mm. uh, which now I need 3,000 rands to, to fill, and within a week that money shall be gone, which 
puts me somewhere in the uh, region of spending 9,000 to 10,000 mm. a month on petrol. At what mm. stage does one consider? Do I now downgrade and buy myself a small little Korean vehicle and and um, yeah and and live a little differently, or <laughs> is the ego going to 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 come in? Is how important is the ego, especially for us blokes? It's uh, always going yeah. to come in, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the uh, question of at what stage? I like to look at just get on a budget mm-hmm. and check without emotion yeah. what you actually can afford. Mm. Sure, because. Once you start breaking down your expenses in that way, yeah, it, the numbers will tell you mm. Mm. that uh, now we cannot be at this level anymore. We, we can't be V12. But empty. that's more <laughs> a defensive <laughs> approach to solving money problems. Mm, okay. uh, it's more offensive and proactive approach which looks at the reason why we can't afford what we could afford a year ago. But I didn't orchestrate and I didn't predict the war uh, in you Ukraine didn't. and Russia. I you did didn't. Not. You could look at it in that way, mm-hmm. but there's a better way to look at it, which is, who is to say, if you're earning 10000 now, yep. you should stay earning 10000 10, for the next five years, for the next 10 years. No mm-hmm. one has put that cap and limitation on of you. Course. Sure. Of course. So that limitation is one that you impose on yourself mm. based on what you go and do this year yeah. to develop your skills, your value, to promote yourself sure. in the marketplace. Yeah. If you stay with the same level of earning, you are the one who's saying, I'm accepting the mm. risk yeah. of this happening to me. Yeah, absolutely. We've always anticipated that there's going to be a rate rate hike at some stage with our mortgages mm-hmm. <laughs> and with our Prices car increase finances. every year. Every year. They increase sure. every year. Mm. But then the principle is normally with any debt, um, whether it comes to vehicle financing or housing financing, um, predict always or presume that interest rates are going to rise by 6%, you know? They may rise by 0.25%. It could be that, you know, it could be slowly. But when you look a year or two or three later, these things are up by 6 or 7%. Sure. So always, whenever you're checking your affordability, whenever you're buying an item, big ticket item, for example, do take into mind or factor that interest rates will rise by 6 to 7% over the, the period um, mm. um, that's to come, either two, two or three years. And I think if that happens, if they, they rise by 2%, you still shield it. If it's 3%, you still shield it. Even if it comes to 5 you still can afford that. So mm. the problem with us is you, you go there and they say, this is the monthly installment or, or the monthly bond repayment, and as long as I can afford it now, then I'm happy. We happy. Then we do. Yeah. So we do mm. not consider that interest rates are going are going to rise. So yeah. we should be taking into account yeah. that. I, I think I I I like mm. what uh, Mr. Ndando just mentioned actually to say, look, here is a fact. Um, each and every year, we have prices increasing. You know, um, but then chances are that our salaries, even if we get a salary <laughs> increase, <laughs> it's, it's not it's at the same yeah, pace. it's not at the same pace. Yeah. You know, so. Um, now, the question is, um, how do I, as an individual, get to a point whereby I increase at the same rate the inflation rate is increasing? All right, before we get to that one, so sure. you hold it. I'm curious yeah. to hear what you guys, from your experience, would say to this. Because part of how you defend yourself from interest rates yeah. Yeah. rising yeah. on big ticket items is yeah. paying extra 
on the bond on the mortgage mm. upfront are you, are well, you talking uh, a deposit now or no no no, no your okay. monthly installment monthly. is yeah. 5000 you decide then to pay 6 it's one yeah. way yeah you reduce the risk so how does that work out for mm. you guys in your experience mm. uh, look in many cases we we see very seldom uh, a situation where somebody says right at the beginning i'm required to pay 5 i'm going to pay 6 it doesn't happen at instance <laughs> In many cases, it happens along the, the, the term mm -hmm. where a person realizes, oh, I've got a little extra that um, remains sure. in my account mm. so I can, I can push it to the bond. Mm. So we do get individuals that do that. Mm -hmm. But in many cases, when that happens, they build up um, some surplus of sorts. Sure. And at one stage or another, they're going to cash it. You know, <laughs> to use it for other things. Well, it, it's not wrong the excess. as such. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the excess bond is not wrong as such. Sure. Um, but of course, it is money that you 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 taking uh, mm -hmm. that you're going to be using on something. You may be taking that money incurring another debt or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I wish there could be a situation where that money stays, mm -hmm. and up to when you finish paying the bond. I mean, that money could be used for many other reasons. It could mm. be part yeah. of your 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 retirement planning. Uh, but on a, on a short-term basis as well, it could be money that you, you will be using to educate your children. Sure. Um, they could be in whatever school, maybe a private school or varsity or anything like that. Mm. That extra amount, you can, you can take it. Maybe at the end of the year, pay school fees up front. What is interesting okay. about that debt is that it is cheap money. I mean, um, interest rates on Bond. mortgages mm. are generally lower mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. your credit card where you, you're paying 21%. With a bond, you pay 6.5%. So if you get a loan, which is your own money that you take and pay school fees up front, and you get a discount as well at the, end of the, uh, at the beginning of the year if you pay up to November, um, I think it's relatively cheap money to, yeah. to do that. The problem is you may pay that little extra. Mm -hmm. You have this big uh, amount that is sitting that is interesting. But for some reason or another, it excites you and you blow it on, on other things. I wish <laughs> sure. there could be a plan about why am I paying extra? Mm. Is it just for the fun of it? Or do I want to have cheap money that I can use later, mm. even for big t uh, ticket items? You know, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. one needs to, to think around that and, and be strategic about it, not just I want to pay extra. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, is when I pay extra and I develop this access... Um, in, in the kitty, what do I want to do with it? You know, if we were mm -hmm. to think like that, we'll see much, much more value. So someone could use it to save through that, uh, that system and mm -hmm. save for a car, for example. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, you, you could. It's not something that I go around preaching that people should do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But you can purchase a vehicle from the excess sure. that you have from your bond. You can, okay, there's still a debate as to whether you buy a car for cash or not. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, but if you were to take that and you pay it uh, towards a motor ve vehicle, it's a depreciating, depreciating asset. Mm. And a, mm. I don't want to call it an asset because it depreciates. <laughs> but it's something that you need. It's something that sure. is necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you will be paying far less, uh, even in interest, um, if you've taken uh, that money from the money that you, you, you were saving. So... It's, it's one way. You know, you've purchased a big uh, ticket item mm -hmm. and you've actually spent less on interest rates on that. So if you have that in mind to say, mm -hmm. I'm going to pay extra because in five years' time I want to I buy this buy item this. Sure. and I'm going to finance it for lesser, mm -hmm. then, of course, we, we have direction not in just 
saving and, and not knowing what we're doing. Because if, if we save with a particular goal in mind, yeah. then we, we are much more encouraged and we are not likely to default. Mm. Because if we default on that, whatever um, uh, goal or dream we're saving for gets delayed. And therefore, we need to, to have something uh, properly written and uh, we focus on with, with our extra payments that we do. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Same amazing. Sheet. Amazing. It's so far up in the studio here. Remember, you can still connect with us. Um, share that um, opinion, um, a question which you might be having. Our WhatsApp line is 067-153-1089. That is 067-153-1089. So when it comes to... Oh, I, I actually would like to add um, um, on, on, on what you just said, uh, Mr. Joe. Thank you. Um, you know, in, 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 in using your bond, um, yeah, usually the, the, the interest rate on, on bonds is like very low. Minimum. You know? mm-hmm. um, Minimum. And sometimes things like I want to renovate my house, yeah. you know. So instead okay. of you going now and um, borrowing um, or getting a personal loan with 22% interest, You've got your bond, um, which is sitting at six percent or six and a half, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and now remember, on the bond, it's an installment which you are possibly used to, yep. you know, that four four thousand five hundred. Yeah. So as opposed to going and applying for another four thousand five hundred installment, mm-hmm. uh, you go and borrow from your bond, mm-hmm. and then you do your renovations. Mm-hmm. And remember, when you do renovations, you are doing renovations on an asset, oh, yeah. which will obviously increase in value. Yeah. So it's not you throwing away your money. Absolutely. I like mm. that because I- during the time that you're building the access so that you've got an amount to to, to access and use for the renovation, mm. for example, sure. in that period, over the if it takes you six months, during that time when you're building it up, you're actually saving on interest as well. Absolutely. Sure, sure, true. Yeah. But there's this one nice, airy-fairy feeling that we have about our houses to mm. say, um, if I renovate it, I'm going to increase its value. Yes, mm. it could be true. <laughs> sure. But does it serve me any purpose if I increase the value of my property, but I have no intention of selling it? How does it help me? Well, I would say... Um, yeah, I've we, got, we them we just <laughs> got them thinking. <laughs> I got them thinking. We're just really thinking of the future. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not thinking about now because this is a property yeah. that I'm staying in, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, um, so let's say, for instance, um, uh, my, my current balance on the property is, is, at, is at around 900,000. Yeah. Then I've renovated the, the property is now worth like 1.2 million mm. so i'm i'm at i'm at least at peace that yeah. um should it happen i decide to move out mm. um i won't have the bank saying uh, you owe us more yeah. so you need to also pop out a hundred thousand to in order for the bond to be settled you know yeah. so instead i will be having access and which will, which will possibly help me in my next move in Absolutely. i don't know that's my <laughs> opinion <laughs> look an- another another th- uh, thought that i have would be okay it's it's all well and good if your if your property increases in value, all right, but of course, as I will say again, it doesn't help you if you're not going to sell it. So wha- one thing I'd, I'd want to bring forth is, it is possible that you may overcapitalize on the property that you have. Sure. You know, um, mm-hmm. properties sell at a certain value um, 
in a particular market at a sure. particular time. Sure. So if houses in that place are selling for 1.5 million rand, that's generally the going rate. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you zhuzh up your property, you know, you can sure. spend another 1.5, you can spend twice the amount of its value. When it comes mm. to you selling, you mm. are likely to fetch 1.5 again. You sure, know, because even the prospective buyer knows that houses mm -hmm. in this area they are worth sell this for a particular mm. price. So when because you've used your, your yours up, um, when you're supposed to sell for 1.5, say 1.6, and you come, you demand three million rand. Um, yeah. It's not going to so fly. Smart not gonna advice fly. for those shopping for houses. Look for those that overcapitalize. Absolutely. <laughs> overcapitalize. I mean, at times, I even the renovations that you do, which are, um, say, structures within your house, sure. your kitchen, for example, you know, uh, I think look at what your house is like, where mm. it's where it's at, what is it likely mm. to sell for. So mm. if you were to go there, your house possibly is... Maybe 500,000 you can sell it for, and you come and you install a kitchen unit with mm. 100,000 rand. You know what I mean? Sure. So, mm. what, are, what are you likely to get mm. if you're going to sell the property? You're going to sell at a loss because yeah. you will definitely True. not be able to, to redeem the value that uh, you have. But of course, if you say, yeah. you know what, I yeah. don't care about selling, I want to live in a huge house, it gives me yeah. peace of mind, it encourages you to go wake up in the morning and work, it encourages me. Absolutely nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Be my mm -hmm. guest. Do that. But of course, if you've got a selling mind up front, mm -hmm. uh, do be careful. Don't be overzealous about um, overdoing it because yeah. you may be overcapitalizing it and you may not be getting your money back. Mm. Amazing. We have a question yep. uh, from Harris. Good day. Is it advisable to settle a car than paying it towards the bond? So I have two options. It's yeah. either to settle my vehicle or to use the funds that I have um, towards the bond. I'm asking the, the bankers. <laughs> okay, no, like no, we'll, we'll take this one. We'll, we'll take this one. I, yeah. I can answer it on the point of I would look at the interest rate and all of that, but I want to hear Let's what you... Let's go for it. Guys, they, there's just too many um, ways to skin a cat. Sure. There are no definitive answers. We forgot to give a disclaimer at yes. the beginning of the show that uh, Reggie and I work for a financial institution. The views given in the show are not necessarily that of our employer. Mm. And of course, we, we, we don't give advice, but we give uh, information and we share information around. So the guy is asking, it is, is it advisable to take money from the bond and sure. pay off a car? Um, of course, they will say save interest uh, on that. On the vehicle. Uh, yes, they'll save. Um, yeah, and of course, depending if they're if they're going to uh, to get a discount of sorts mm -hmm. by paying it off early, if that's agreeable, uh, they will be scoring. Mm. So, um, but do take into account as well that that car is going to be depreciating. You put two hundred thousand sure. rands on, on it vehicle. right yeah. now. Sure. You look at it in four years' time, it's actually dropped in value. Sure. Look, it will give you short-term relief that you won't be paying that installment. Sure. But if you take deterioration of that motor vehicle into account, you want to think again about yeah. doing that. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I'm not discouraging it, discouraging it yeah. but be mindful 
what mm. you're doing because you may have finished paying it off and you decide not you want to sell it. You go to a car dealer and you say you want this much and they tell you no, no but no, no. no. But you sure. say I've just spent 200,000 rands sure. pay, sure. paying this thing off and you're mm. telling me you're going to give half the amount. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. So be mindful uh, sure. when you do that. Unless it retains its value, then yeah, it's mm. something mm. else. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm... Uh, I just wanted to say it, it also depends on your situation and what your plan is, mm. you know. So, I mean, if ever you have that amount of money um, mm-hmm. and then you just want to first, uh, I mean, you are applying the rule of, like, you're trying to get rid of debt, yeah. you know. And then this is the closest one, which yeah. you can see yeah. um, is the one with the highest interest. Yes. Then yes. you settle the vehicle then after you are spending 4500 on the vehicle Mm. now then you can channel it to the next debt which you would like to settle which is the home the the home loan so (coughs) it it really depends on your plan um but mr mr joe has a very strong point there that you are taking a a full 200,000, putting it putting it into a depreciating liability or asset depending (laughs) you know so um and then i mean the 200,000 possibly could have used it for other things of uh, which would uh, help you generate, yeah, income? generate mm-hmm. an income. Possibly. You know. but and mm. yeah. Yeah. And I, I normally look at the, the interest rate as well mm. and the implications of putting the 50K or 200K in the car to your budget because mm. like Reggie is saying, if I put it, for example, in the car, I get to free up the monthly installment of sure. paying on the car and I can do a whole lot of other things. Yeah. I can take half of the cash flow that I free up. Maybe I was paying 6000 for example. Sure. I can now take 3000 mm. and in use it as an investment mm. because mm. clearly I can take six. If I can let 6000 go out, I can definitely let three thousand go into investments mm-hmm. every month. Mm-hmm. I can use the other three thousand or two thousand to the house and have an extra thousand just to have fun and enjoy the fruit of my labor. Absolutely. So it becomes a great consequence in that way. Yeah. But it still might make sense to put it in the house because what you're doing there is building the access capital that you can Absolutely. use later. Yeah. You mm. might come up with a business opportunity or yeah. any other venue. This yeah. is money that you can easily access back should you need it later. Absolutely. Because once you've put it in the car, yeah. you can't get it as easily later and mm. you can't mm. you're not guaranteed to get the value that you want yeah. later. Absolutely. The car depreciates over time. Absolutely. So you balance out all these things depending on your personal circumstances. Absolutely. Sure. And I, I'd want to say it even works better if you are not to going to, to try and dispose of the vehicle early. So yeah. if it's a car that you're going to keep for the next 10, ten years, years, 11 or 12 years, hey, you should have written things out and uh, you, you're actually in a much better position. Mm-hmm. So the problem is only if you've got to sell it within a short space of time. Then sure. yeah. But yeah. I mean, along the time, I mean, and, and I think le- let's, let's try and, um, and do things differently. I think we like changing cars mm. whenever we can afford to. Sure. You know? yeah. Every mm. three mm. years, uh, I want to I buy, a, buy new a new vehicle. Mm. Every five years, we, we don't mm. have to do let's that. Let's not and get personal. Let's move oh on yeah, okay. this topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, we don't have to do that. I can tell you, you don't understand the, the, the joy of coming uh, month end mm. and, and not having to pay any 
installment. Do you know what sure. I mean? And only what you what you've got is is, is insurance to sure. pay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We we're not saying drive the poor car to the grave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you need to be safe uh, as well. You need to feel good about yourself. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. Especially when it comes to guys. I mean, um, girls are guilty of that as well. But some of us, in many cases, men describe themselves. They find their image. They find their being in, in a vehicle. You know <laughs> what I mean? So <laughs> I, I, I am identified better if I'm driving this sure. nice thing compared if I'm driving something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we need to be maturing and around that space uh, to say, hey, am I going to be identified by my car or am I going to be identified by my house or mm. am I going to be <laughs> identified by the designer clothes that are, uh, sure. that are wear. So, and those are all issues around ego, you know, yeah. ego-driven. Yeah. So we need to be careful um, around that. And the big thing here is about saving. So if my ego doesn't make me drive the car that st uh, doesn't allow me to, to save, if I'm going to be spending mm -hmm. so much on the house that I can't save, if I'm going to be wearing designer clothes that allows me not to save, then I think mm. we need to have a different conversation. 100%. Yeah, no, I, the issue of ego and ego-driven decisions, it's something that you might want to work on, on yourself. Mm. Because genuinely there are many people that do make poor financial decisions because they believe things define them. Mm. I need to have that handbag, that dress, that car, that phone, all of these things are ego-driven. You care so much about what people will say when you they see you with those things. And the people that you want to see and compliment you, they've got mm. bigger problems than you yeah. sure. half the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you end up making so many poor financial decisions mm. because you can't deal with yourself yeah. and your identity. Yeah. You can't feel happy about who you are and where you are in life and looking at the mi appreciate the milestones that you've, you've accrued mm -hmm. and where you're going. Absolutely. Without people feeling... Um, saying things yeah. about you mm. yeah. or uh, thinking uh, you are the top dog in the room. Absolutely. It's very sad when you show up with your designer bag, say Louis Vuitton sure. or Gucci or whatever, and you, you flaunt it around, then behind your back say, I can fake. And yet you spend so much you money, spend so much money and you're wanting yeah. to impress people mm. uh, around it, yeah. uh, but... Uh, well, it's already fake, you know? So mm, mm, you can mm. never please people, right? Sure. You can true, never please true, people. You've true. bought the real thing, uh, but because they don't have it in mm. front of them, and they possibly don't know, they can't tell a fake from, from the real thing, and mm. your real thing, they call it a fake. I think that that, that would tend me, convert me immediately from being a people pleaser to, to do what is right. To do what is right mm. for yourself. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, wha what then kicks in is the pressure that comes with social media also. Mm. You know, um, I mean, there's there's just a lot happening the there. Everyone, the <laughs> the everybody looks beautiful there. Everybody yeah. looks oh rich. No, you absolutely. know. So, um, I mean, um, it it just requires us to then stick to our lane, mm. you know, run at your own pace, don't put yourself under pressure. Yeah. And also, I mean, these social media um, financial advisors, yeah. the enjoyment gang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, be careful of those also, you know, mm. because, um, I mean, your monetizations, the monetizations that you make now, mm. they will affect you possibly for the next coming 10 years. No, absolutely. You know? mm. Absolutely. And they, they could be generational as well. Mm, actually. You know I mean? yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Look, I've, I've come across a, a topic where 
people were 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 were, were talking at a bry, and uh, it so happens that we we speak about self-made uh, millionaires, mm, mm, uh, mm. people that haven't got uh, the best of education or high education, sure, but they seem to have been able to to amass uh, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the question rises, especially with our young ones, to say. Is it really necessary for me to go and get post matric qualification? Mm. It could be a degree, it could be honors, it could be a master's, sure. or maybe up to PhD. Yeah. Does it really ten um, um, yeah ten ten things into gold? Does it give me money? Does it increase my wealth? Does it make me wealthy or not? Or I can just hustle um, mm. until I make a lot of money. I don't have to. Mm, to mm. acquire any tertiary education. Right? I'm, I'm actually reminded of a quote uh, yeah. by the late um, Robert Mugabe. Yeah. Um, he said, how do you convince the upcoming generation that education is key to success when we are surrounded by poor graduates mm. and rich criminals? Ish. Mm. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's I mean quite it's a hard one. It's, it's a hectic one. Mm. Um. I, I once actually engaged in a in a conversation where we were talking about the whole tender system, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people would 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 think by them being part of like being a tenderpreneur, it then makes them an entrepreneur and they are better than the one who then went to school, you know. And you look at that and um, the amount of influence it has. Um, on the young generations, mm. you know, because they they then devalue education mm. from there, you mm. know, to say. But you know, you look at Reggie; he 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 didn't go to any university, mm. you know, and all he did was to just to it was just to get in some forms. Yeah, fill in some form, some forms get a tender to build a school. Yeah. I didn't. I don't even have a, an architect certificate, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I didn't need all of that, yeah. you know, yeah. and. Honestly, my, 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 my solution to this or my view was that, look, um, maybe we need to look at ways of regulating even the tendering system um, or how uh, certain things are granted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. right. yeah um, I mean, if, if ever I'm Reggie, um, no background of how scone theory is built, mm. um, why do I then get a tender to, to construct um, um, a tie road? Surely you can hire experts uh, that can do it for you. You are the strategist, you are the brain behind the business, and uh, you can get people to do it for you. Brain, uh, well, I mean, I mean, brain, behi brain behind the business in what sense? Completing forms, and then um, yeah, you saw an opportunity and you took <laughs> it. Then you go and you read you you you, you hire yeah, anyone no. around you that can actually do the implementation. You should have created employment as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it's a fair system. According to me, I think whoever gets a tender to construct um, a, a tie road yeah. should be someone should who be has experience. Yeah. yeah, because otherwise it's easy to basically rob them. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking that's possibly one of the reasons we are building buildings that are falling apart. Because, um, and roads that fall yeah, apart every and year. And roads that ha are having potholes mm. uh, everywhere, you know, because... Um, I'm just outsourcing the service. I don't have knowledge of it. I don't know what it takes to basically construct a road. Mm. You know, so someone will come with cheap materials. As long as I see them um, running there around um, with mm. construction with clothing, grader, yeah. yeah mm. Well, according to me, they are doing the the job. 
Mm. You know. Okay. How did we get here? We're speaking about whether it's important. <laughs> so to I'm, I, I was, I was actually, I was, I was actually. <laughs> I heard you talk education. Yeah. 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 So, so the reason, yeah. the reason why I linked it um, is because of um, how I think. Um, um, well, reading from the quote, yeah, the late Robert Mugabe, yeah. um, how I think education is devalued. Mm. You know, because there's people who really do not work hard. And then all they need to do is to complete forms. As are, you, you said. are you saying it should be valued? Yeah, education should be valued. Okay. You know, um, and then in 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 it being valued, let also like the system value education. Mm. You know, let mm. uh, the system put education as a prerequisite mm. for us okay. to do something. For me to apply for a tender, let there be a prerequisite. To yeah. say, um, before you get this tender of mm. building, yeah. let's see Your what background. knowledge. Where do you come yeah, from? yeah, what yeah. knowledge do you have? Mm. And when it comes, it's yeah. I I don't want to go into the political side of things yeah. to say, um, how do I have a minister of mi- uh, of of what? Yeah, of minerals yeah. and resources, but they have no. Uh, uh, um, knowledge or clue of what that department is all about. Yeah, or a minister of sport with a very big time. Exactly. Tum- <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I should have sport background. I should have played soccer. F- I should be able to produce some medals mm. from school to say I've been in this thing. I know this field. You know, yeah, I yeah. know this field. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unlike me getting there and expecting others to run 120 uh, minutes in, in a field yeah. and um, I'm given 30 minutes, I can't even run it. You know, or I don't have a record of running that. Yeah, you know how I'd, I want to link this to, yeah. I mean, educate post-metric uh, education sure. and, yeah. and 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 not having it would be it's all about money. It's all about saving money. Yeah, to say, can I take money out of the bond? Yeah, and 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 Educate. pay off the car. Mm? Um, I could say if you can do that, you can also take money out of the bond. In order to pay for invest good schools, in in order in to education, invest yeah. in education. I mean, w- if time allows, we're going to discuss: is there really a need for any private education? Is it is it all the same? I mean, someone will argue a child in in a, a school in Gandavu or Madombi Jain Venda mm. or or somewhere will get eight distinctions. You know, studying under a tree. And you get a child from St. Stedians who doesn't get one distinction at metric. Is it valued? Does it have value to take your child to St. Stedians other than basically leaving them in Madombija and you buy yourself a nice uh, Lamborghini (laughs) instead of sending them to St. Stedians? What are the views? Um, I I, I take a balanced view of everything, really, because I've seen parents invest so heavily on private school and go beyond what they can afford. Mm. And Mm. the consequence being, if you've got the two kids, Mm. you can have the one that takes it, Mm. uses the the opportunity, Mm -hmm. get maximum leverage out of it and does amazing things with their lives. Mm. That is a classic example of how, when it works. How it should be. But work there's instances where even in those schools mm. they have access to the drugs and mm. all of that sure. stuff, mm. and it goes horribly wrong from mm. there. Mm. And and had you not taken them there, they possibly would not have been exposed to those drugs. Because in my don't and no whatever, drugs. yeah, yeah, you can't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford the coke. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't exist in my don't be The only coke that exists there is Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, but then there's the other side as well. Mm. 
uh, one thing that I'm very proud of is uh, there was a time in my childhood when mm-hmm. I was supposed to be sent in the rural areas mm-hmm. for education because mm-hmm. Ukoko was saying, yeah, bring yeah. Abazu, bring everyone sure. yeah. Yeah. here. I want all my grandchildren here. Mm-hmm. And the level of education I was going to get exposed to there, mm-hmm. Nina, I know myself. Mm-hmm. I'm naturally playful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the studio is so abuzz with energy. <laughs> I, I know myself. If there's no teacher to follow up, the uh, work is not getting sure. done. Yeah. So I, I was just that child. Yeah. And if I had gone there, mm. I know, I know my life would have looked significantly different. Mm. My father stood up for us and said, no, my kids are staying here. Not that I had the greatest of uh, primary education. Mm. I was yeah. a casi normally. Yeah. But it was better than Madumbi. It was definitely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But over time, I got lucky as well. Grade mm-hmm. five, got a teacher who really, yeah, yeah. The, she beat the intelligence out of me and mm. she followed through mm. with, yeah I, yeah, I got exposed to that. And again, my whole life changed because of one teacher who cared mm. enough to say, mm. I'm going to do whatever it takes with all of you kids to yeah. make sure you achieve your potential there. Mm. Yeah. Not many kids are that lucky. Yeah. Mm. So you can get lucky to get a teacher like that in that school. You yeah. can get them anywhere, really. Yeah. But I say it depends on the child. Yeah. And from the parent side, it depends on what you can afford. Mm. Mm. Because you can go beyond what you can afford. Yeah. And then hurt yourself in the process. Even if it works now, you are the parent that is, um, I mean, I'm trying Bitter. to not say broke. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in a situation later mm. and angry because the child got married and the husband is taken and they are not sending money. <laughs> <laughs> go after them. Put <laughs> you buy a shotgun to go after them. <laughs> so you, you don't want to be there. Yeah. So you want to be looking at it as you're adding value to the child and you're also taking care of yourself in the yeah, process. You so if you can, man- yeah, yeah. you can manage to do both, yeah. then you're in a great situation yeah. because I think as a parent, one thing you would want to be take pride in is i gave the child the greatest opportunity they've done well and i'm okay Mm. great yeah and what we want to say is let us not look at what the joneses are doing you know what i mean because the the joneses have taken their kids to saint stidians Mm. you don't know what the jones do and i also want to do the same thing and that may cause cause serious problems to Mm. my yeah but are we then saying do we, do we not say for education? Because things might not turn out that way. My mm. girl might just get married to some guy and I may never have <laughs> seen her again. Yeah. And there goes my investment. Is it an investment? Do we invest in children or not? We're talking money here. Sure. Um, I think I think on my side, um, I'm, I'll be minimal on commenting on this one because the <laughs> I don't oh, have a child. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, but um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking now... Um, I think you're a better person to give a view. You know what I mean? Yeah, because those that have children are biased already. You know what I mean? So you standing as an outsider, you could give. Yeah. Yeah, you could give. Yeah, you you don't have any blind spots. I yeah, think. well, y- you see, I I think I have like um a a complete different view. You know, yeah. because um on my side, I'll answer from my point of um representing everyone. Yeah. Um, like one who can afford. Um, private education, yeah. and then one who cannot afford yeah. um, private education. Because according to me, um, I I am of the opinion that the two they shouldn't like they shouldn't be in terms of education. Everyone should have access to quality education, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they can afford or not. 
Yeah, you know. Well, we live in an unequal society, and South sure. Africa being one of the most, most unequal yeah, of, of yeah. societies. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think my view is: I think let 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 every person or let every parent be mm. conscious of their money. Sure. When it comes to saving for education, yeah. I think it is important. I think we all agreed yeah, that yeah. it is important that uh, children get exposed to to. Uh, tertiary education, because mm, mm. um, uh, research that I've come across lately mm. is that someone with a post-matric qualification sure. has 86% chances of employment yeah. versus yeah. the one that doesn't who's got about 26% um, mm. uh, chance of, yeah. of employment. Sure. So this simply says, I think parents out there should strive should invest, yeah, to, should to have that. So mm. do those savings uh, that will... Um, give your your your, 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 your child, child mm. a fighting chance. It's mm. not a guarantee, but it sure. gives them a fighting chance. And this doesn't take anything but financial planning. Remember sure. true, who we're true, talking true. to. We're talking about people that are in. We're talking mm. to people that have just met um, uh, left matric. We're talking about people that have just started working. We're talking about people that are just about to get married. Mm. You know, and those mm. that get married, obviously, they'll have children, they'll have, yeah. and therefore we start these conversations sure. early think, enough yeah. so that. Mm. When the time comes for, for saving, either for uh, a house or a car or education or anything like that, they are already uh, informed about what uh, what to do. Mm. Amazing. I believe it was so fired up, Mr. Joe, today. Yeah, it was um, that, uh, that tie that it was uh, Dando, uh, Mr. Dando had to walk out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I believe we've learned a lot. And yep. even the listeners at home, I mean, we've touched on a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Mostly basic, but um, it's very important that we, we visit all of these subjects, you know. Yep. Um, and yes, um, do connect with us. Even next week when we'll be having a conversation on money, each yep. and every week, this is what we do. You know, um, the next coming show um, is Mind Your Business. Oh, you know. it is Mind Your uh, Business. Yeah, it's Mind Your, mind business, your business. And yeah. yes, it's a, it's a continuation. You yeah. know, I mean, you can't actually uh, mind your business and not mind your pockets. No, absolutely. You know, so um, this is more like a season two yeah. of uh, <laughs> the Good Money Show. Absolutely. You know, so s- remain stained, uh, uh, tuned in and make sure that you also um, learn from um, what the next um, um, presenters are bringing. Absolutely. Before we go there, yeah. and I think this is a final comment from my side, yeah. would be, let's be long-term minded. I think sure. Dando sure. alluded to that. There is yeah. a statement that got me fired up mm. a few years ago. The former president, I don't know when, when he was president, P.W. Botha, sure. once said, the average black person mm. cannot see their life beyond 12 months. Sure. Meaning we cannot plan anything beyond. So if we are lucky Mm. uh, to plan, it's within 12 months. 12 months. That got me fired, you know? So yeah, let us let us let us defy such such a narrative, you know, by doing things differently. I've got another quote. Yeah. If you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So let us prepare ourselves and um, think of our future ahead. Until we meet again on the Good Money Show. Thank you so much for hanging around with us. And uh, thank you, um, Given, for the things you do. You always take the show to to higher grounds. And of course, we'll be looking forward to meeting with you again next week. Same place, same same time. time. And we leave you in the capable hands of Ndando with the ladies (laughs) on Mind Your Business. Cheerio. 
You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Thank you.